0: Hello, everyday women rooted in God's Word. I am so glad that you've joined us today. If you are one of those women that just thinks, Oh man, what's my life about? I'm not doing anything important. Everything I'm doing just seems so insignificant. This episode is for you. You know, God has placed you in a unique box, as you will hear Carrie talk about, or a unique circle of influence. Like I like to say, you are God's masterpiece. So settle in, listen, be inspired. Hey friends, welcome to this week's podcast. I'm here with Carrie Esposeth. Did I get that right, Carrie?
1: You sure did. Very good.
0: <laughs> well, welcome. It's such a joy to have you with us today. Why don't you just take a few minutes here and just tell us about yourself. Tell us about your family, what life looks like. What's a, what's a typical day look like in the life of Carrie?
1: Okay, well, sometimes the typical day is a little random. I'm sure a lot of people that are listening have got a lot of random things in their life. I've been, I went to North Central University with a teacher degree, but I've been mostly a stay-at-home mom and have used that teaching in very um, interesting ways throughout throughout my life. I have my husband, Gary, and he is a pastor at the Cross Lake Christian Assembly of God Church. Before that, we were at Palisade for nine years, and we graduated from North Central together, so that was kind of fun. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> we met at these old fellowship meetings, churches growing up in high school. So, oh, yes. <laughs> uh, yes, so we, we uh, he's been a great guy. He was actually the shyest person in his class, oh. but God called him and he's been a great pastor. And I feel like one of the things about us is that we're out of the box in a lot of ways. And so he does some cement work and some logging. I say his alter ego is Paul Bunyan. Okay. And <laughs> I like to say mine is Pollyanna because we should try to look at the positive sides of things. <laughs> and we are going to celebrate our 25th anniversary at our church in July. June. Oh, wonderful.
0: So Congratulations. That. That's a big one. <laughs>
1: Well, thank you. And you know, we are church pioneers. We've been there 25 years and we planted our church. That's another way where we're out of the box. We're not a huge, giant church, but we've seen some really cool things happen through the small church.
0: Yeah. So the faithfulness of pastors in a small church, of course, God's going to be there. He's going to be working.
1: (laughs) He is because some people are just really comfortable in a small church, not because it's uh, just because they can have more deep, genuine relationships than mm-hmm. in a larger church so there's a place for all of us right yes there is
0: there is tell us about your family
1: well my oldest is Cody and we've kind of had the music thing that's really tied us together he uh, has been a firewood salesman in the cities um, but he also plays bass at his church Mercy Vineyard so we're proud of him for that and then uh, Levi is Cody's 30 Levi is 29. And Levi is has been a student at Bemidji State University, where I know you have some roots up there.
0: Yes, we have roots there.
1: <laughs> and so he graduated with his master's in trombone, or with his trombone degree, and went on for his master's in trombone. He's married to Lindsay. They are both in Miami, Florida. She's going for her master's in vocal. And then it's fun with both of the boys, because you'll hear them singing those old bluegrass songs. Oh, fine. The, <laughs> that's tied them together growing up because we used to have a, a bluegrass concerts. And then also uh, my daughters are 20 and 22 and they're both at Southeastern university in Florida for worship ministry. Uh, Emily will be graduating. She's been to about 13 countries doing missions trips Wow! and she will be doing the circuit rider with YWAM. And then Emily Anna is my girl kind of like Gary out of the box, more shy, but as they have spent time with Jesus and as they have worshiped and been in his word, he's called them. So it's fun to see them fly in ways we know God is guiding them.
0: I love that. Now a typical day for you because you've got, you've got grown kids, you know, what does a day look like for you?
1: Well, I guess I haven't mentioned yet that my, my business that I do is Color Street Nail Polish. I do just want to preface to say that with my business, I feel like it is not about the product. It's about the people on my team mm-hmm. and my customers and how I have an opportunity to reach reach out past the fingertips to the heart. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I say my real job is mentoring women who have fingernails.
0: Oh, man. So. I love that. <laughs> I love, that is probably the most unique mission statement that I've ever heard. But it, I, I know you, I've been following you on Facebook for a while. And from the time we met, I am like, this is where your heart is at. And I can just tell that you are just loving on and sharing Jesus. I love that. What did you say? Um, from fingertips to heart?
1: To their heart. To their heart. So, my day used to look like when I had the kids home, I loved subbing at school, connecting with the people at school. Um, But when COVID happened and my daughter was a senior and it was all traumatic, our business went really online and I wasn't subbing at school. So, a typical day for me is I'll wake up. I really like to do my first devotions on the Bible app with the story first thing in the morning. That's really helpful. And then um, I I like uh, have um, others I do during the day, but I will spend a lot of time throughout the day communicating with women online, texting, messaging. So my day is pretty random and it's a lot of just reaching out to people or reaching out to people from our church, too. So it's, it's a pretty out-of-the-box day.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. I think we're going to be hearing more about the out-of-the-box uh, carry. But before <laughs> we get there, just for fun, tell us one item that you have in your fridge or your pantry that you always want to have on hand.
1: Well, I always like to have this on hand. I don't know if you guys have ever tried the cauliflower macaroni and cheese. Um, It's in a white box uh, in the freezer section. And uh, when I want a little uh, comfort food or treat that cauliflower macaroni and cheese, four minutes in the microwave, you know, there you go.
0: Okay. you should all go try it for it because we've been trying to cut back on cars. And you know how that goes. I would prefer to have elbow macaroni with Velveeta cheese on it, mm-hmm. and a little milk and butter, but that is just not cutting it after your, your 60s, you, at least not very often. So I'm looking for the white box frozen cauliflower macaroni and cheese. Thank you. <laughs> hey, what book podcaster author is inspiring you right now?
1: Um, well, um we, we chatted a little before and I didn't mention the podcast I really really enjoy is Jenny Setapata and her a real life with Jenny I everyone love it. should listen
0: I that. love it and actually her logo on her podcast with that shoe on the bubble gum is just it's so delightful it makes me start laughing every single time I see it <laughs>
1: so. yeah and you know it's really interesting you mentioned that because I feel like going into what we we're talking about today, a lot of what I feel is how God confirms things with us through our scripture. And yesterday I was thinking, you know, I love that logo. And I listened to her podcast and she was talking about how some people were hating on the logo. Oh, no. And I you had a gum. It's so
0: perfect. I mean, isn't <laughs> that just everyday life?
1: <laughs> well, it's kind of like how was, things just tend to go wrong. Sometimes she was saying. And you know what? Sometimes we have to own it. We have to own it. So I'm glad I had that thought Yeah. so I can confirm to her. But the other one I'm really, really enjoying is Cameron Bray. She has a book called, uh, she has quite a few devotionals. And what I I like her format because it starts with a main scripture. And then she has all the scripture and then various stories and things to go with. It's really easy to read and easy to do. But boy, it's been really uh, hitting my heart. So I would encourage.
0: Is it a journal? What's what's the style of it?
1: It's a devotional guide, and her guides are called "One Step Closer Devotional Guide." It's a um, guide that has places where you can journal in it.
0: Okay. Oh, I love that. I love those kind of books. Hey, what, Carrie? What is God current like speaking to you about? Is there been a theme, a recent theme, or maybe a theme for the last five years? You know that God. That God has just really been keeping you in. What's he, what are you hearing him say?
1: One of the scriptures that was in, in Candace Cameron's devotional, it said silence. And I feel like what sometimes God is speaking to me is like, we really have to be looking in the right place to see what he is trying to tell us. Hmm. What is he really, really trying to tell us? Mm -hmm. And in this devotional, one of the scriptures said, in that coming day no weapon turned against you will succeed he will silence you will silence every voice raised up to accuse you these benefits are enjoyed by the servant of the lord their vindication will come from me i the lord have spoken and that's isaiah 54:17 okay and i think a lot of women you know we get this either from the outside or from the inside this uh, condemnation i just love this verse that he's saying, just be quiet and listen and wait. He is going to help us. (laughs) That's good.
0: That is so good.
1: And one thing that's really interesting is the next day I was looking at the Bible app and they didn't even, they had the story, but they didn't even have the correct verse next to it. They had this verse and there it was again. And I just feel like what God is showing me so often is he confirms something in another way. What's the chances I would actually see that verse, two places, but God was just confirming to me that even if I'm in a place that maybe feels uncomfortable, or you wish you weren't in, he keeps confirming through his scripture, you're okay, who and where you are.
0: Mm -hmm. I love that. We were talking earlier before we pressed the record button, about you being out of the box in so many areas of your life, it just seems like, And, and you had a certain perspective on that, that God was giving you.
1: Yes, my perspective is that When it seems like we're out of the box and we are out of the box and we're probably called to be out of the box and do things differently um, than other people, we need to keep our perspective on God so that we can be right in the box where he wants us to be. Yes,
0: because actually in the box he wants us to be sometimes is really stretching us, really seems Mm -hmm. like it's way out there, like I'm out of the box here. You know, it's so stretching. Right. Yeah. In what ways have you experienced that? Just that stretching, that out of the um, feeling?
1: Well, I feel like we've, um, ex- we've had it several ways. So our church is going to be 25 years old this year, mm-hmm. and we were uh, going to have a celebration. Well, we saw another pastor that had been at a church for 25 years, and they had a great big celebration. All these people there seemed like thousands of people but we're a little church. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh man, how do we even have a a party? But we realize that we're the little church that does big things. And one thing we do is we support missionaries and we've supported Phil and Denise Reed, who just were coming out of Ukraine. We were watching their journey. So we're going to have him speak because we have to know that we are in this box where it's a small church and we are doing big things and we cannot be ashamed or embarrassed of that and the same with people listening if you're doing what God's called you to be don't worry about other perspectives just have the one God wants you to have
0: yes that is so good out of the box
1: (laughs) yes I can give it I have three of them and so the second way is through my ministry there's a lot of women in ministry that are doing fabulous jobs that I love but I have been a band teacher at our old school and that gave me all these opportunities to reach out to kids. I remember once we had nine of the 10 sixth graders at one of the youth rallies with us. And then when we moved to Cross Lake, I started subbing at Pequot for band, and I had brand new doors open with ministry. And so my ministry is more like helping baccalaureate, helping our religious release, reaching out kind of undercover. Mm -hmm. Sometimes our ministry is undercover. That's the second way. And then the third way is definitely through my uh, network marketing, because some people can look at net market marketing, like, why would you do that? But I know God has called me to do that. And I'm reaching and meeting all these community members or even people across the country that I wouldn't have met otherwise. Mm -hmm. And so it's a tool to minister And it is helpful to have some income, too, because I have girls at college and, you know, of course, we need income. But it's through a great thing.
0: As you were talking, I started I usually term it in um, our circles of influence. Like we are we are Jesus in our circles of influence. And you're talking about teaching band and your circle of influence were your students and your band students and probably the administration. And you're just there sharing Jesus when you can and in ways that seem undercover, but you're just sharing the love and the grace of Jesus. And in your, in your marketing business and, and nails, you, your heart is their nails to their heart. And so when that is your mission and that is your focus and Jesus is your focus, you you are right there in those circles of influence ministering. I just love that.
1: I really appreciate that because I really, really do believe that. And even, okay, so we know people need Jesus. We all know that. And so and when I put nails on people and they like look at that sparkle and like, especially senior citizens or my mom just puts them on, and it's like some of these seniors citizens, like during COVID, they had not much to bring them sparkle, uh-huh. but they look their nails. So my name of my uh, Facebook group is Carrie's I Feel Pretty Nails. I know. And you know, you might start feeling pretty through looking at the nails. But you know how we're really going to feel pretty uh-huh. if we have Jesus. That's
0: right. That's it's right. connected. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. That is great. Well, just in closing, I'm just I just want you to give that final encouragement, that final thought to women. And you touched on it a little bit, but I just it's worth repeating. You had mentioned to me before that if God is calling you to something unusual, don't be ashamed. Just expand on that a little bit.
1: It is so easy for women to feel condemnation from themselves or for others. You know, I I know Gary has felt that way too. Like you have to be as look like a certain pastor or a certain person. But all we really need to do is look like Jesus wants us to look. Mm -hmm. And how we're going to do that is by looking in the scriptures, by taking time to let him confirm things in our heart. You know the potential is amazing. Who knows what he can do with us? Mm-hmm. And if it seems like it's through something silly, we just can't be ashamed because maybe God's going to change somebody's life through it.
0: Yes, absolutely. Well, you are just a joy, Carrie. This has just <laughs> been so much fun to to talk with you. And and listener, I I know your heart is encouraged, and we want to encourage you that you might feel like, oh my, my life is just like way out there. But, you know, just let God affirm where you are and and let the word of God, like Carrie said, just center you into his box, which just might feel uncomfortable for you, just might feel crazy, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but just, um, you know, like she said, Carrie said, just don't be ashamed of what God, God is calling you to do. Just be that be that influence right in the box where he has placed you. So thank you so much, Carrie. It has just been a joy to have you here.
1: Thank you. I really appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to connecting again.
0: Yes. Thanks for joining us. Hey, friend, are you looking for a simple meditative Bible study guide that will help you daily center your life around God's word? If so, I want to invite you to join me in Rooted Live a membership and community of women who are fully involved in life but still prioritize time in God's Word. The Rooted Live Study Guides offer a place to start and a pathway for consistent growth. You will experience Bible reading not as something you have to do but as a welcome addition to spend time in God's presence. Follow the links to my website and join the Rooted Live Tribe We are cheering for you as you grow and flourish in God's Word.